Alright, alright, alright. Welcome to the final episode ever of the NBA Anonymous podcast. I'm here once again, and for the last time with my boy, ATM. ATM, how you doing? Back from the ashes, baby, like a phoenix. <laughs> We've been off for a while, I'm back here with the cash machine. We have decided to end the podcast after this episode, simply because, you know, there's just there's too many podcasts out there, this is hard to keep up with. And I feel bad not keeping up with it for the fans. So it's just going to be uh, Instagram only moving forward. Maybe some, some stuff on Instagram story. We'll see. But for now, we're going to end the podcast. But this is the podcast that we have all been waiting for. All 26 previous episodes have been leading up to this podcast, ATM. This is the Raymond Felton Metric Stats episode. I just want to add a little wrinkle. Uh, it wasn't really in our hands. The board of directors chose to end the podcast, so we just... Uh, That's right. You're going to have to take it We're just following directions here. With uh, the board, uh, board members include Junior, Bookie Rose, and our friend uh, Big Sauce. Um, anyway, uh, that is neither here nor there. We're here to uh, celebrate Raymond Felton, to um, uh, say worship. I'm not going to say worship, but I guess just... Just go over admire, his... Admire, admire. Yeah, just admire his accomplishments. Go over uh, what he's done, his stats, his career numbers. Let's just let's just get into it, ATM. Let's just dive right the fuck in. First of all, Raymond Felton, 6'1", 205. Uh, so the metric stat of that, I believe, would be uh, 185 centimeters and 92 kilograms. That is Met- right. Metrically <laughs> speaking. Thank you, ATM. That is exactly correct, ATM. Um, we got some sirens in the background. Uh, that is just downtown LA for you. But that is exactly correct, ATM. 182 centimeters, 92 kilograms are the metric numbers. We also crunch the numbers, and he weighs exactly 0.092 metric tons. Another Ray Felton metric stat? Or 14.6 stone. Yet another Ray Felton metric stat. <laughs> if you live in the UK, that's for you. Um, so let's, let's get into it. The early days, high school. First of all, he was a beast in high school. He was the best player possibly in the history of South Carolina, uh, the state of South Carolina. He went to a high school in Marion, South Carolina, to Lata High School, L-A-T-T-A. And there was, in fact, a documentary produced about him. Uh, fantastic. I recommend you check it out. It's about 20 minutes long. It's on YouTube. You can just type in Raymond Felton documentary, and it will pop up. Um, you didn't produce this or anything. I did not. No, I, I did not. It follows his high school career. It shows you his parents, uh, Raymond Bernard Felton Sr., and uh, his his mother. He's got a beautiful family, and he grew up just, you know, just balling, just hooping. Just all day hooping in the streets. You, you've seen it, ATM. You've seen it a few times. I have not seen it, but it <laughs> sounds very compelling. How have you not seen it, it man? It's on my watch list. On I, my, on my I haven't Amazon made you watch it. I, I feel like I've made you watch it. I'm, I might have. I might have dozed off. Yeah. Okay. That sounds about right. Anyway, he was a be- he was a beast. He was an absolute beast in high school. Like ridiculous. I mean, people used to wait hours just to watch him play. They used to wait five hours outside the gym. Is that right? Did he do cool layups and stuff? I'm sure he did. I mean, he did more than that. He dunked stuff like that. You know, he would dunk it. Um, he didn't dunk as much in the NBA. We'll get we'll get into that uh, further. But why don't we uh, go over a little bit of his of his college stats? You know, he played three years in college, uh, won a national title in his last year at a world renowned uh, basketball college. At That's that. right, U- the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. Um, Michael Jordan's alma mater, and he won a national t- title. I mean, that was a really great team. He was the leader of that team, the floor general, if you will. Um, I won't. Will, will you? Okay. Um, he, yeah, so so he was really the engine that drove that squad, and he ended up being the fifth overall pick in the 2005 draft. 
solid. Uh, yeah, just you know, right after uh, CP3 and Darren Williams, and I believe you know, in my estimation, it seems like he was snubbed for Rookie of the Year by Chris Paul. I mean, I I wouldn't go as far as saying that, but he definitely was a bona fide lottery pick. <laughs> I mean, he came out and uh, really made his presence felt. He did his thing. He made his presence felton. <laughs> he he averaged uh, twelve points, six assists, and essentially four rebounds. Um, I'm rounding up from three point three, four rebounds a game. Zero point one blocks too. Solid, that's solid block not, stats. That's not nothing. And you know what? Uh, CP3 wasn't much better. It was like 16, 7, and 5 or something. Like, it wasn't that much better. So, I feel like uh, Felton was a little bit snubbed that year, uh, his rookie year. Um, but anyway, he he continued to get better. He averaged 14 points the next year, up from the 12 that he averaged the previous year on the Bobcats once again. It's a big bump. And then again, the next year, another bump, 14.4. So we're just we're gradually going up here. All we're doing is bumping. And then the next year he averaged fourteen point two, slight decrease. It's okay, but we're leading up to his best season, which his was his belly two, bump was going up with those <laughs> with those numbers as well. His weight was his weight might have been going up too. Just as steady. But you know what? This is someone that Michael Jordan, the goat, drafted himself. Michael Jordan, in, in his first few years of really you know owning the Bobcats franchise, he chose Raymond Felton as one of the faces and cornerstones of the franchise. So what does that say? about Raymond Felton or does that say more about Michael Jordan I mean I know Michael Jordan uh, famously noted as one of the worst drafters ever so I don't know what does it say about Raymond Felton you tell me <laughs> <laughs> okay well this was not a bad draft pick I I could we could probably argue that Sean May was a really bad draft pick also a lottery pick also Felton's teammate I think Sean May was just there to keep Felton happy I mean Jordan knew that he had uh, a bona fide superstar on his hands with Raymond Felton and he knew that he had to keep Felton happy, so he drafted his boy. Do you like that theory? I mean, not quite the Michael Jordan on the court, but, um, you know, Jordan always drafts his North Carolina boys, so... That's true. He does love them. He stayed true to that theory here. Yes, yes, he did. Uh, He would eventually like Marvin Williams, too, who played with Raymond Felton on that championship team, as did Sean May, as did Richard McCants. Uh, We all remember that team. Um, anyway, Raymond Felton's best year, 2010, with the Knicks. He played with Mello, and he averaged 17.1 points per game, 9 assists per game, and 3.6 rebounds per game, ATM. Those are great numbers. He was a borderline all-star that year. But not for the whole season. That's just a portion of the season he averaged those numbers. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. You don't have to, uh, you know, you don't have to say it like that. I didn't but have that to is, point that out. Yeah, that is true. He did... Get traded to the Nuggets along with Carmelo Anthony. Where his numbers dipped significantly. I'm sorry, what I meant to say is that he got traded for Carmelo Anthony. So he was such a great player at that point that, right. I mean, this was the the height of all the Melo drama where Melo wanted to go to the Knicks and the Knicks didn't know uh, what to do. And they ended up, you know, trading away um, Felton, some other guys. I think Mozgov was part of that deal. Mozgov was coming to the Knicks. I think he was with Melo. But anyway. What happened was essentially it was Mello for uh, Felton was the cornerstone of the deal, right? Would you agree with that? Uh, Felton was definitely a cornerstone <laughs> in the deal, yes. Okay, did you just call him an acorn? Okay, anyway. Um, that was his best year while, while he was on the Knicks. I mean, it was, it was a short period of time. Uh, unfortunately, 2010, um, he did get traded. But he would go back to the Knicks in 2012 play there until 2014 then play in Dallas for two years the then famous comeback to the, the, garden. the famous comeback exactly to the garden 
when he returned to the garden, they played that song by Mace, Welcome Back. They did. Um, the fam- They famously played that yeah, song. Yeah, I think they played it a few times. Then he went to Dallas for a couple of years, came over to L.A. You know, he wanted to, he wanted to settle some roots in L.A. He wanted to establish some businesses, maybe get involved in Hollywood. You know, that's very Feltonian. Played with his old rival, Chris Paul. Correct, correct, yeah. He snubbed him from his rookie of the yes, year award. Yes, his, his adversary, Chris Paul. Um, he, Felton was the backup uh, for Chris Paul. Um, Felton, by the way, if I ever needed backup, I would. he would be the first guy I would call, right? I mean, who, who would be your first guy? I feel like he's one of the only players left that's one of the... Like, he would throw a punch, you know? Like, he's, he's that type of... You know, he's just a dog out there, you know? I go with my guy, Meta. Oh, Meta, Meta World Peace. Peace? He's not in the league, though. I got so pick someone in the league. Yeah, so probably. What about Ray- Draymond? I don't know. I think I feel like Felton could take him. I I think Felton has a, a little more fire. Yeah, one on one in a fight or a basketball game. Um, either way, I think Felton is still the guy. Another thing I want to bring up. What about a watermelon eating contest? <laughs> any any type of eating contest. I mean, any type of eating contest. You want to do a pizza eating contest? I've seen Raymond Felton take down a bunch of donuts and cheeseburgers. Um, uh, word has it he's eaten a steel chair before, also. So yes, and he used to... I haven't to, seen it happen, but I believe it. And apparently in Dallas, he used to eat a brick a week, and that's how he, he remained strong. Anyway, um, let's talk about his shooting. So Felton has been known, I mean, just throughout his career, has been known for his shooting. In 2010 with the Knicks, he was averaging, and I can't believe this is true, but it, it is. It is ATM, and we saw the numbers. Um, 46% three-point shooting with the Nuggets. That year in 21 games. That's quite a stretch right there. <laughs> That's I mean, pretty good. He must have been one of the best three point shooters in the in the whole league. Yeah, I mean for it, that 21 stretch game. It 21 was 21 game games. Uh, he started zero of them, but he was shooting 46 percent for those 21 games on a whopping 2.9 attempts. That's not bad. That's not bad. But let's talk about his for his whole career. I mean, 13 seasons. You know, that's a lot of seasons. Um, his yeah, average field goal percentage is. 41%, not bad. And he has taken an average of 10.5 field goal attempts per game. Volume shooter. That's volume shooting right there. That is a guy that has large testicles, big balls, and he doesn't care about the pressure. The stage is never too big. I mean, he's, he's just he's the guy. You it's know? right there in the numbers. I mean, he's a volume shooter. He's a volume shooter. He's a volume scorer. The coaches want him taking shots. He's simply a winner. I mean, uh, there's there's no other way to put it. He's he's proven it at every level of his career, except for the NBA, that he is a, a big time winner. The word comes down from the from the top. I mean, the general manager suggests that this guy needs to take at least ten shots a game. So it's not even in the coach's hands. It's management wants that to happen. Exactly, I concur. Um, well, let's get a little more advanced here. Um, let's talk a little bit about his advanced analytics. ATM. This is the Raymond Felton metric stats episode, after all. Advanced metrics. Advanced metrics. Um, so why don't we talk a little VORP? I want to talk a little VORP with you, Let's ATM. talk VORP. We can talk VORP all day long. You're baby. a big VORP guy. For those of you that don't know what VORP is, VORP is value over replacement player. So, you know. That I still kind don't of, know what that means, <laughs> but, I mean, it's, so that, that's what it is. <laughs> that That is kind of uh, self-explanatory, I think. Ravenfell's highest VORP was 2.4 in 2009. I assume that's extremely low, as his lowest ones are in the negatives. Well, yes, he does have one year that was in the negatives, but I also want to bring up his usage percentage because if you go into the advanced analytics, you'll see that Raymond Felon has a crazy high usage percentage. 
I mean, it, it hovers around the 20s consistently throughout well, his career. I mean, the guy takes a lot of shots. The, his average usage percentage is 20.5%. And he's a dimer. He is a dimer. That and he takes correct. a lot of shots. LeBron, uh, on the other hand, for comparison, his average user percentage is 31%. It's not that not much, much higher. Not much higher, yeah. Not he's, much higher. So he's not, LeBron's not much better than Felton. He's better he's than him. Not that much better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like saying, um, you know, LeBron's a Hall of Famer. Like, probably, his, LeBron's probably a first ballot Hall of Famer. And Felton's probably, I mean, I don't know what do you think, like second or third ballot. But he's still a Hall of Famer, you know what I'm saying? Like he's maybe still, like a fourth or fifth ballot, but how many yeah. ballots can you get? I don't know. I think like seven, something like that. Maybe he's like a sixth ballot. But but you, he'll he'll get in. He'll you get have in. to yeah, you have to take into account his full basketball career. It's not just the NBA. It's the High basketball. School, right? Middle school. We're talking elementary. <laughs> we're talking p- like a pure basketball player. You got to consider everything too. I mean, his VORP in elementary school was re- <laughs> like, really really high, from what I hear. Oh yeah, I mean his his win share per forty eight minutes in middle school was insane, especially for uh, his region. I mean South Carolina, North Carolina, the the Carolinas in general. Well documented in the newspapers of the time. Exactly. Yes, the Marion um, Post um, is probably what it's called. So yeah, just and just some other guys, you know, some other comparison players that had similar numbers, win share stats as Raymond Felton, Del Curry. Is one of them. Del Curry, who gave, uh, you know, who, whose son is Steph Curry, uh, um, he, he birthed the best shooter of all time. So, Raymond Felton essentially is about is the same player about the as, same, yeah. as Steph Curry. So, I don't know. I think Raymond Felton probably has a son. So, let's watch out for that guy. We'll see what happens he, with that He guy. might be about the same as Steph Curry, right? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Tony Allen, another one. In the Absolutely, similar, Tony similar Allen, range. great defender. Just like Felton, gave lockdown. Gave uh, Kobe a lot of trouble. Just like Felton, lockdown. <laughs> and of course, we can't forget um, Guy Rogers of the Philadelphia Warriors, 1958 uh, rookie prospect, great player, fantastic player, great father, and uh, wonderful husband. Also. More than an athlete. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, I mean, ATM, like, what are your just general thoughts on Raymond Fallon's career? It seems like this might be his last year. I know we always say, it's like we always say the Spurs aren't going to be good and they're good again. Like, everyone always says, this is going to be Raymond Fallon's last year. It's always over, all over Sports Center and, and ESPN and stuff. And I just want to know, like, what do you think? Like, do you think he's got a shot to well, keep he had, playing? He had a pretty nice year last year, considering all the circumstances. What What do you mean? I, I feel like that's offensive somehow. I mean, his PER went up, his uh, VORP went up, his win shares per 48 went up, all, all his advanced metrics, they all went up. What so else went up? His belly, his belly size went up. <laughs> <laughs> that too, you can't forget that. Uh-huh, yeah. So he re-upped with the OKC Thunder, thinking he's going to uh, help the team again. Uh-huh. Not knowing they're going to get Dennis Schroeder in the future. He gets paid the and same amount as Isaiah Thomas does. Now he's does. buried on that depth chart. But he gets paid the same amount as Isaiah Thomas does, a guy that was supposed to get a max contract less than a year ago. He's going to have trouble staying in the league after this year is what I'm trying to say. He's not going to get very many minutes this year. I feel like he can he can uh, be a valuable veteran for the locker room, you know, like a glue guy. Like I mean, if I was the Lakers or one of these teams, even the Knicks, I mean, I'm looking for someone... To just bring the locker room together, just be fun, uh, outgoing, you know, uh, a veteran guy that knows what's up. He's been around town. Yep. Maybe he, you could teach Paul George some things. How to yeah. Be, how to be a better player. 
Yeah, more, more self-aware. And, better basketball player. Handle himself in the locker room. And Shoot better. Be a better person. Uh-huh. Yeah, better, yeah. Better eater. <laughs> How to get rid of hangovers. I feel like he could... digest cheeseburgers. I feel like he could teach um, Brandon Ingram uh, a, a few things. You know, Brandon Ingram weighs 195 pounds, and he's like 6'11". Ray Felton weighs 205 pounds, and he's 6'1". So... I don't know. I feel like there's something there. Like, he can teach him about gaining weight. Maybe after he retires, yeah. You can work with players in the offseason who are too skinny. You can work out with them, teach them how to eat faster, <laughs> more efficiently, <laughs> heavier calories. Uh-huh. Just teach them how to eat more. You're doing it wrong, young fella. You need to use butter, uh-huh. more butter. Uh-huh. And that's what the workouts would be. It would be, like, spreading butter onto things and... Gradually adding more butter every workout. Exactly. Onto, like... Like weights on your legs or something, or, or just you're, you'd be consuming more. Well, I'm, I haven't taken this lesson, but uh, uh, that, this that you would have to conjecture. ask Ray Felton this. this okay. that's, his, that's his secret. That's his personal secret. Got you, got you. Yeah, so that there's a career, you know, for him outside of the NBA. Also, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I mean, so what, like, what are some other things that you think um, Raymond Felton might be good at? Like, well, he's got that TV face, you know, the million dollar smile. Yeah. So he can always do TV if he wants to. I'm sure ESPN's hiring. Um, yeah, I'm sure you know ESPN isn't doing that well, and I think Raymond Fallon could be the guy to you know really bring him in. Um, or Food Network show, that's always in play. Yeah, absolutely. You know, on that subject, why don't we go over some other metric stats that could be interesting to think about? How many cheeseburgers do you think he averages per week? Ah, huh, that's a great question. Well, let's see. Definitely more than one a day, right? I'm gonna <laughs> go. With- <laughs> You think he eats more than one one cheeseburger per day? It's like 1.2 cheeseburgers per day, 1.5, 1.15 cheeseburgers per day maybe. Okay, so do you think he just, maybe he has one day where he eats like six cheeseburgers and then he won't eat cheeseburgers for like three days and then eat like three cheeseburgers? Yeah, he averages it back out to, to, yeah. to more than one a day. Okay, so what do you think, like nine a week? Like an eight a week, just shy of nine a week, okay. somewhere around there. That sounds about right. Okay, yeah, I mean... That sounds a little high for me. I feel like he, you know he, he's a professional athlete, so he can't do that. But maybe I don't know. I mean, you he, think he switched it to protein style recently? I doubt it. But you know, he's working on a different level than us. Um, um, a little bit on that subject, also. How many times do you think he has diarrhea per week? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> well, if we're considering nine cheeseburgers per week, uh-huh. then and he probably eats a lot of Taco Bell. Also, yeah, there, I mean, there are also other for, I feel other like foods he, involved. I feel like definitely. he really enjoys a Mexican pizza. Yeah, cheeseburgers are just one part of the diet. So yeah. Diarrhea per week? I don't know. Thirteen point three six. More than one diarrhea per day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, we're talking about Ray Felton here. He's, he eats a lot of calories because he burns them off. Yeah. He plays a lot of basketball. Lifts a lot of weights. Swims a lot. Eats a lot. Yeah. It's, it takes calories to eat. You know, <laughs> chewing, digesting. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Those are all calorie burning activities. He's got an iron jaw. <laughs> and an iron stomach. The iron jaw. I think that that's actually that was his nickname in college. Um, but now they call him Feltz. Feltz is his nickname. Is that his official nickname? Yeah, according to um, Basketball Reference, yes. Feltz, huh? Yeah, Feltz. Never heard that one before. It's it's good. It's catchy. It's good. Um, uh, great. Well, I mean, are there any questions you want to ask me about Raymond Felt? I mean, I feel like I'm the, you know, I'm kind of an expert in in this field. Uh, I don't know if anyone else has done as much research or. Anything about Raymond Phone as I have. You watched that documentary like 35 times in a row, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, I could have definitely made that documentary a lot better. <laughs> and I wish I had the chance to, but 
you know, whatever. It's okay. I mean, there'll be there'll be tons of documentaries made about this guy. So I just I hope I get a, a shot at one of them. There'll be thirty for thirties. I mean, mm-hmm. there's tons of stories on this guy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, man. Sports legend. Yeah, he is. He really is, and he's done a lot for you know just us as people. Uh, he's done a lot for the community, and um, more than an athlete. Yeah, and I'm just really excited to see him just keep growing as a as a player and as a human. Great message. <laughs> I support that message. All right, thank you, ATM. Well, this is the last podcast, guys. Uh, ATM, is there anything you want to say to the listeners for the last time? Thank you for listening. Yeah, really. I mean, you really didn't have to. I mean, there's only like a few hundred of you or something. But thank you for listening. That's really nice of you. Um, and maybe we'll do this again, but probably not. Because I just, you know, it just takes time and stuff and too much stuff to do. And ATM? Yep. <laughs> Bye, guys. Love you guys. Bye.